Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Tales, Outer Tales, Space, Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would just like to thank the following Tier 5 patrons and channel members for supporting the channel. Fallen Angel. Buzz Kennington, Data Magnet, and Bob the Dragon. Thank you again, and now on to the story. Story number one. No Fury Greater. Written by Barsum Israel. Horror, the council called it. Unmitigated cruelty and perversion. To Buck stifled alarm. Though he's disdain for what the council thought was writ on his face. It was only when the ambassador for the Creveau, an avian race, newly assigned a council seat, had said, We will stop this practice by force if necessary. Did Tobak's face harden? Do not threaten us, Carrion Eater! Tobak snarled in response to the threat. None here in this council, you least of all, have the military might to uphold that threat. Tobak spun at his heel, staring at all the ambassadors in the face as he continued. And whom amongst you no longer feed? Which of you no longer eat meat? Here, he pointed to the Crevillian. You, at least, I know still eat your favored invertebrates alive. So do not think to condescend to us our eating habits. The Crevill ambassador jumped to his feet and raged. Our food is not sentient. What you do is unacceptable. Tobak could not hold back the barking off this time. Sentient! I would say the humans barely meet that criteria. But they do meet it, the Creville snapped, pointing at Tobak. And just because they do not travel the stars, this does not give you the right to steal their hatchlings, to consume their flesh while they're still alive. You are a monster. Tobak's lips drew back from his fangs and a snarl. Never before have our race tasted flesh so sweet. The pups, uh, sorry, the children they breed are so tender, so tasty that words fail to describe. And their fear has rubbed their flesh from them. Their fear bastes the meat in ways that you cannot imagine. Here, a trail of drew fell from Tobex's canine jaws and hit the floor. His eyes had rolled back in his head at the mere memory of his last feast. A small, curly-haired female of eight summers. Oh, how she screamed as he gnawed morsel after morsel from her bones. Seeming to realize that he was still before the council, he snapped out of his daydream. Anyway, he continued gruffly, we will not stop. We will not allow others to stop us. Here he paused for effect. And we will destroy any who attempt to hinder us in any way. Tobak began to leave the assembly, dramatically looking back at the Crevillian as he strode for the exit. When a soft voice stopped him, Tobak, please grace us with your presence for a few moments more. You may need to hear this. Tobak's heckles rose. Of all the council, the tree people of Madar 5 were the worst. 
Always. But the peace will find a way. And uh, no one's truly alone. Garbage that they spewed. It was enough to make him willing to gnaw his own leg off to get away from them. But as she was a council leader, Tobuk knew his diplomatic duty and stopped his aggress and turned to face the council once again. This matter is already, as we speak, rectifying itself, she said sweetly, her voice like droplets on a pond. We decided to help the humans navigate the stars and hope to assign them a seat on this very council. The council erupted in chaos. Never before had any race of sentients been helped to leave their world. It was unheard of. Tobak snarled in fury. My, what right! We were not made aware of the council voting on this matter. Our voice had not a right to be heard. Other council members also added to the chorus. No one, it seemed, was aware of this. The Medarian held up her hand for silence, and as soon as she got it, she continued. The Council did not vote on this matter because we were afraid the Council may not act on it. She said softly, This action was taken by my people, and my people only. We contacted the humans of planet Earth and informed them of what was happening to their young. Dobek's jaws dropped open in stunned silence. It appears they were well aware that their children were being taken, and they did not know by whom or why, she continued. When we showed them the pictograph videos of Ambassador Tobak's race and their uh, eating habits, her soft voice trailed off. It appears, she said, even softer than before, so that the council members had to increase the volume at the podiums. Humans form a very deep bond with the young, deeper than even my race does. Here she stood to a full eight feet of height and pointed her thin, nimble fingers at Tobuk and damnation. And you, Tobuk, Moo and your race flaunted your perversion, your pompous air of superiority in front of us, of us! Her voice needed no artificial increase to be heard now. She was furious. No one in the council had ever seen or even heard of a Mandarian losing their temper much less one raging at a fellow council member like she was doing now. If you dared kill the younglings of a sentient species, that would be abhorrable enough. But to strip the flesh from the living, screaming bodies, do you think that we of all people will allow this? Did you? She roared, her voice like thunder in the enclosed room. She sat back down, glaring at Turbeck. We gave the humans the technology we have. All of it, she said, trying to regain her composure. But that would not be fast enough for what the humans asked of us. So we gave them three shuttles, each big enough to hold one hundred humans. Turbeck stood as stone. He was unsure just what was happening. The Medarian managed to give Tobuk a shaky smile. Do you want to know what the humans did with the pictograph videos? They dispersed them across their entire world. Every human eye saw what you and your people did. Their military asked for volunteers for a suicide mission, as they called it. They asked for 300 soldiers. 
In less than two minutes, they had over eight thousand. Here, she stopped and let that sink in a bit. Two minutes, eight thousand volunteers. I heard many, many more tried, but they stopped accepting volunteers after two minutes. Tobek snarled. Do you think that this makes any difference? We will take that human world and turn it into our own personal larder. In response, the Miradarian just gave a soft laugh. Oh, Tobak, she said, shaking her head softly. You will do no such thing. The humans are under our protection. Not that they need it, it seems. Do you know what is transpiring on your home world as we speak? Tobek's tail began to droop. What exactly was going on here? Smiling, the Medarian activated the view screen. The 300 human volunteers landed on your homeworld over an hour ago. We tried to stop them, to beg them not to throw away their lives. But they were insistent on sending a message to your people. Her eyes drifted to the view screen above her which was broadcasting the news from Tobek's home world. Consider the message sent. Tobek stared at the screen. Videos of a large bipedal human warriors cycling their weapons, laying low anything that dared cross their vision. What froze his blood is that the humans had somehow been able to incapacitate his people. He saw one of his warriors running to engage the human, who simply blew in a short metal rod that was in his mouth. And Tobik watched as his warrior dropped his weapon, slammed his claws into his ears, and fell to his knees. The human simply walked up to it, still blowing in that strange device, kicked him over, and stomped on his head until the twitching stopped. What is this? Tobik said, stunned. He whirled on the Medarian, roaring, This is your doing! In reply, she simply took a small metal rod from the folds of her robe. This is a souvenir from Earth. I don't think you'll like it. It's called a dog whistle. And saying that, she put the chew to her lips and blew. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment, just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.